live. The, the recording light is on. Yep. The, I put, stubbed out my cigarette. Right. The, the phones are buzzing. We have got multiple lines. Uh, which phone is the right one to pick up? Oh, I oh, got it. It's, it's Susan from San Diego. Get another call. Put it down. Uh, bye bye. Yeah. Um, welcome to FOH. <laughs> <laughs> Just to paint, paint, paint a picture. We're going to give you guys a scene, a little, you know. You know. Little, yeah. Mm-hmm. We haven't we haven't recorded in a couple weeks. Yeah, we're a little rusty, so you know um, that's why we had to rip those cigarettes before. Yeah, just really get that nicotine high. Pin my hair up. Woo. Um. Yeah. It's uh. It's great to be back. Mm-hmm. We had a couple. We recorded a couple episodes to release while I was gone, so they were like fun and fun and fluffy episodes. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed the summer vacation content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hangovers, picking people up. Yeah. All that stuff. All the good stuff. Yeah. Do yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this is a service industry podcast, and uh, I'm Kelly Sullivan. I'm Lillian Devane, and here we are. Here we are. Sloppy and loving it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, let's see what's been uh, what's been happening. Um, I've, I've been gone. I've been. I was gone too. Yeah, you. I'm like to, me. Too. I had a fun time. Yeah, you went to the Jersey Shore. I went to the Jersey Shore for a week. What South did Jersey, you Cape May. see and feel there? I went to the beach every single day. It Love was it. Phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I cooked some dinners. Great. It was. It was a great time overall. Did you go out in Jersey Shore? Like, did you go drinking in Jersey Shore? No, not really. Yeah. I was with my best friend's parents, so. They are, they're like party parents, but you still don't want to like go to Wildwood with them. No, yeah. Know? That's so. weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Wait, talk about the restaurant. Oh, that- yeah. So there was this, so it's, it is a resort town and it's like a historic Cape May, New Jersey for my New Jersey shore heads. <laughs> uh, it's like a very famous resort town because it was one of the first towns that was developed that way. Hmm. Um, so they have this place, Congress Hall which is like the big resort and big restaurant. It's like the fancy, the fancy dancy sure. place in town. And so we had our last brunch there just to like kind of send us out on a big note. It yeah. was like really lovely, you know, pictures of mimosas. Like, sure. Great. But then the menus are these like paper or you get paper placemats. Yeah. And then they say like some of them have like little facts. Like they're like Congress Hall was built in like 1809 and like used to have gambling and like stuff like that. Sure. But then mine also said they were like all our food is made to order. So please be patient with it. However, if you don't feel you've been getting good service, feel free to contact a manager. No. And I was like that is fucked up. God. I was like, that is such a nightmare. To like already have the suggestion of contacting somebody if you don't like like something yeah to be like oh if you don't feel you've been paid enough attention to oh god can you imagine working brunch at that place and having that like just put in people's faces oh my god no what is terrible if you're a business owner do not do that that's a bad idea there's other ways to make guests feel like they're being taken care of right like like have enough staff yeah yeah an understaffed restaurant is nobody's happy Nobody's happy, and then don't don't understaff the restaurant, and then say, just reach out to a manager if it's a problem. Just make it so that you can give good service. Totally, you nuts, you freakazoids, you Tony Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> as far as the eye can see, it's Tony Soprano. So there. hot, powerful dudes. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> I do think uh, James Gandolfini. Do you remember his movie with uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus? 
Um, no, I didn't see that, but it's good. He's got uh, he's got BDE for sure. Yeah, you should check that movie out. It's All right, good. the rom com. It's a rom com. Got it. Um, yeah, that's uh, horrific. Yeah, yeah, so weird. That's very weird. I've never seen that before. No, I was at a place. Um, in the redwoods and in the forest uh no but it was around i don't know how to talk about it's that. like a, it's a forest person's home i do and you're like can i speak with the manager of like- this elven <laughs> tavern uh no but it was i don't know how to talk about the west coast because it's so stupid but um it was in the, in the redwood forest your forest area and uh they had it was like in the casino mm-hmm. and uh we had to go to this restaurant and they after our dinner they gave us like a like you sign on the little like a little pad thing you know right. they bring it over and then it had a rating on the pad that you could yeah. like put like a four you pressed like four stars the service was perfect or you could like do two or one like or Uber. whatever like it was like yeah, Uber it was like at restaurants. It was like an instant rate thing, and that I was like, so "This sucks." I was like, "This sucks so much," and I feel like the whole time the servers were so apologetic for everything, and I was like, "God, what a terrible added layer onto your already stressful job is that like you know that it's instantly going to be recorded on your shift." Yeah, every single person. Yeah, they're like, "Today was a three point five shift." Yeah, for you. it's like. Nutty. Just put a fucking kiosk at that point because you're making people, you know, yeah. it's like fucked up. That is nuts. Anyways, that was a bummer. That is a bummer. Among many other bummers about the West Coast, but it's fine. Don't bring it here, Lillian. <laughs> I did an, ent- an entire... Check it at the door. <laughs> no. I. <laughs> you're like, that's the point of this podcast. No. <laughs> I want to air my grievances. <laughs> no, it's fine. I talked about it last night at a, at a comedy show for a very long time, so... I know. It was fun, though. Thanks. I I feel like I didn't turn the audience completely against me, so that's fine. Yeah, I think everyone was on board. I dissed uh, Australians, Italians, and the West Coast, and somehow everyone was fine. You won them over in the end. Yeah, I always do. Yeah. Anyways. Um, what do we want to talk about today? What are we doing? <laughs> um, what is this podcast about? What are we doing? Uh, so we are going to talk a little bit today about a couple articles, what we read, read about gender and service, and then, I don't know, like about your service on the West Coast and stuff too? Yeah. What were some other like servicey experiences that you had on the West Coast? Um, well, the thing is, it's like, it's very off-putting because everyone's so nice and in service, it's like extra nice yeah and it was very weird and it made me realize like just how shitty new york is Mm. for service like i was like oh my god we're fucking monsters here i know it was like i don't like admitting that but i went in and everyone was just like super sweet like i went into this bar in portland which is a strip mall i don't know i know i've said it before but portland you're not a city it's a strip mall i don't know what y'all are doing out there but it's move. a road connecting several strip malls. It's there's it's ridiculous. Anyways, um but we went into a bar with a friend of mine who lives there and the bartender was like we were like, Oh, do you have we want an Amaro? And she was like, I don't have an Amaro you want, but I actually have like a secret bottle back here that I keep for people that I like. Like we had just asked for something. Like we had no contact. <laughs> You're like, with her. You, well, I do I was like, like me. I basically was immediately like immediately suspicious. I know. I was like, you don't need to give that I like basically was like, dude, back off. <laughs> but then she's <laughs> like, You're being really thirsty. Actually. Yeah, I'm like, mm, you need to chill. But then she gave and it was delicious. It was like super sweet of her and I was like what the fuck I mean I'm sure it was like kind of not true but I also was like why like it was just so right instantly 
Yeah, they're so instantly like, you know, mm-hmm. into it. And and I had to wait a long time for a couple different restaurants that I wanted to go to and <laughs> they like quoted me like a very long wait time, which little trade secret, it's never that long. Like people overquote. You, yeah. Of right. People are like, it's gonna be at least four hours. And everyone's like, Oh my god, and they leave and then the yeah. wait time is shorter, right? That's yeah. The- also, um, as I mentioned, I was really bad at hosting, but I used to just, I would like my go-to if I was just feeling overwhelmed, I would say an hour and a half because I just knew after an hour and a half, I could probably figure something out. Yeah. Even if like nothing had like truly opened up, I could like finagle some couple seats. So I'd always say an hour and a half, which some people is not too long. And then you can't figure something. And for some people, you know. Yeah, it works out. Here's a trade secret. Mm, you might be talking to a dumbass. Yes. <laughs> If you're talking to me. <laughs> yeah, but the 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 hostess was like, yeah, it's going to be like about, I think she said an hour and a half. And I was like, and it was like an empty restaurant. I was mm-hmm. like, God fucking damn it. I was like so mad. But also everything, it's like everything they said was like so matter of fact and like nice. And yeah. I was like, I couldn't even be mad. Right. Like here when someone's like, yeah, it's going to be an hour. Why didn't you make a reservation? Like, I feel like that's yeah. the New York, like, yeah, are you an idiot? They're like, like, this is a pretty fucking cool place. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did you not know about this place? And you had to make it. Like, they were just yeah. like, so uh, grab a drink and we'll let you. Re- Can I just have your. Oh, Lillian, you're already in the the resi system. Well, we'll shoot you a text when it's right. I was like, oh, okay. I got like. Yeah. You know, but I think that they like did a really good job. Maybe of, it's like, not even that there are more murderers on the West Coast. Maybe it's like more people willing to go along with the murderers. Like maybe the per yeah. capita murderer rate is the same, but like. Someone on the East Coast is like, hey, can I buy you a drink? You're like, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the West Coast are just like, golly, I'll give this guy a couple minutes of my time here. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, it was very exhausting. I was like, can you help me? I got something in the back of my car. That's the like. (laughs) Ted Bundy style. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, like, ew, no, you perv. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's very weird. It was a lot of precious bars. I went to like a place in San Francisco that I was like, okay, this is a Montessori school. What are we doing here? It was like (laughs) tiny low chairs, like bright colors, like a heart, like an uh, anatomy, like 3D anatomy, like heart on the thing. And she was like painting agave syrup on the side of a glass mm. to put a shard of something to like glue for a cocktail and I was like I I gotta get out of here like that's that- really interesting well they have to do so much because like San Francisco is having like all of the like chefs and stuff are going to tech companies to right. work in their cafeterias right so I feel like bars have to really turn it out to get yeah. you it was a little stressful to watch but everyone was very nice and like people would do stuff like like in Seattle this guy was like uh, got us two beers and then was like, hey, it was really nice to meet you when he put down my check. And I was like, what the fuck? I don't even know you. <laughs> like, I was like, what? Lillian will never be murdered. <laughs> Let it be known. <laughs> Lillian will never be murdered. Any person who expresses any warmth or interest. <laughs> I mean, I might be murdered for other reasons in New York by being a oh, huge like revenge. bitch. Yeah, like yeah, someone's yeah. It gonna... might be a revenge thing. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mouth Wait, off. When you're never going to be like one of those guileless, like when... Newsweek puts together like these 17 women. <laughs> you won't be seeing Lillian's No, no, face. no, no, no. Yeah, it was very, very strange. I had one bad experience at this famous tiki bar in San Francisco where a friend of mine, we ran into a friend of mine and he ordered a Trinidad sour. Mm-hmm. And the bartender was like, in front of everybody was like, why do you want that drink? 
And my friend is like in, he's like a bartender. He runs a beverage program. Like he's, and he's not an asshole. Like he was just being like, he was like, Hey man, can I have a Trinidad sour? And he was like, why? He was like, have you ever had that drink before? And I was like, I will fucking come up behind that bar and fucking rip your Aloha shirt off of you. I was so like, you're like, listen up, Tommy Bahama. Oh yeah. I was like, I don't think so. And he just like ripped on my friend for wanting a fucking drink. And I was like, that is not hospitality. That's the thing that like gives bartenders a bad name where you're like people like, yes, we all judge people every day for everything. I mean, I do, but, but you can't fucking say that out loud when you're in the hospitality crazy that is actually nuts i was horrified and i was like fuck you dude i like it's also i think like if you were like that's really strange like you could like make the drink and then you're like yeah i'm so surprised you ordered that like no one goes for that or like something like that like make it a communal experience instead of being like you're a fucking idiot yeah it was very weird and then one of the guys in the bar uh, started hitting on my boyfriend while I was gone for five seconds. San Francisco. And uh, <laughs> and I came back out and he was like, yeah, I asked the bartender where the seediest bar in this town is and he couldn't tell me. I was like, yeah, that's because this bartender's a fucking nerd. And he was like, ah, you're from New York. And we were like, all right. And we like high five each other because yeah. he was visiting from New York. He's like, you're right. He is a fucking nerd. I was like, yeah, this place sucks. Nice. And it was great. So we effectively brought a negative vibe Beautiful. into the West Coast I bar. love it. I love it. You're bringing a little bit of Brooklyn with you, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, anyways, yeah. But there were a lot, it was like a very strange experience. A lot of like, yeah, it was very weird. I don't know. I, I, hospitality, though, they do have it down. I think it's another one of those things where it's like everyone in Portland, like, there's not enough jobs. So it's like, people are like, I better be a good fucking bartender. Yeah, totally. You know, they're that's like their whole economy is like those kind of jobs. Yeah. Right? Totally. You know? in New York, it's a dime a dozen. Right. So I think it's just like, they really put the effort in. Same with like, I've talked about Boston. It's like a career for a lot of people, right. industry career. So it's just like, they really put their all into it and they give a shit, which turns out couldn't be me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, uh, that was, it was refreshing to kind of get treated nicely in a public place. You're like, wow, this is fancy stuff. Yeah. I'm like, God, the bar I've been going to over and over again, who like no one still remembers me or ever does anything nice to me. Like, you know, here, like you're talking about the bar where we work. Yeah. I'm like, no one recognizes me every day. Like, who is that? Say hello. I'm like, I've been here for three years. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> everyone's like that lady is being really like you're making a scene <laughs> <laughs> why oh that's a hoot anyways anyways so we read actually about another thing about how to give good hospitality which we obviously need to read a couple more articles <laughs> i guess turns out just kidding we're both good at our jobs yeah um about gender this is an article we're talking about by grace perry it's on eater also, shout out to Joey Herman, who sent me this. Thank you. It's called The End of Ladies' First Restaurant Service. Yeah. And I think you have more experience in fine dining, quote unquote, than I do. But I did also know, like, so we can just start with some of the, the quote unquote, rules yeah. that they were talking about in so the article. So basically, fine dining, how it goes, which is how I was trained at, like, The Nomad, which is where I feel like I got, like, really the bulk of, like, my service training is that you start with the oldest woman yep and then you go clockwise from her right and but like clockwise women so you Mm -hmm. go like 
oldest woman, then the next woman, then the next woman, then you go to the men. Right. That's like very formal to the point of like <laughs> actually so strange. Yeah. In my head, I was like, yeah, because I do that. The oldest woman thing is in my brain. And I was like, why the fuck is that in my, it's so yeah. bizarre. Yeah. So that's, and then, and, and, and like wine service, you would like pour to, I guess the oldest man. Well, isn't it like the, well, the host tastes the host, it and then it's yeah. clockwise from the host. Yeah. But with, with a woman, two, with, with, yeah, with women, women first. We're like, we're, we're like, like, I don't know. It's uh, no. eeny, meeny, miny. <laughs> and then the youngest man is Mo. It's sort of like uh, whoever would play first when you were playing Monopoly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You serve the wine to them. <laughs> whoever you think would be good at charades, you serve third. Okay, that's a classic sort classic. of. <laughs> um, yeah, and then clearing the same way. Start with the oldest woman. Clearing, and, yeah. Yeah, and then first, and then leave the men with their dirty plates. Yeah, little piggies. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, and, and that is, like, obvious for so many reasons, like, such a bizarre fucking thing. And the idea of, like, the ladies' menus. Oh, yeah, which, which is, is, like, that's very out of date now. But, like, my mom one time was like, do they still have those? Like legitimately asked me because we were watching Mad Men and I didn't understand what was happening. Like I was like, what? Like they referenced a ladies menu and I was like, what is that? Like it only lists like tuna fish salad or something. <laughs> Grapefruit <laughs> slices. Right. Like I was like, what are you talking about? And my mom was like, oh, I didn't know they still like they didn't have that. Ladies menu is there's a different menu for ladies. With no price list. No prices. So you can say, order away. I don't want to think about the money. Yeah. And so you don't have to feel pressured to put out. Oh, is that what it is? No, I don't think so. Okay. I was like, I'm pretty sure that was always the pressure. <laughs> the constant pressure. Um, yeah, so a lot of these, I think the article was just sort of talking about, like, obviously, a, a specific restaurant in Chicago is, like, actively yeah. changed this in their own in their own yeah. establishment and for, like, many, many good reasons and still providing, like, a classic service. Yeah. You know. And then one of the things that the, the woman in Chicago they they interviewed was talking about, she was like, I don't want people to feel like I just am not paying attention, which is something I think about too. Totally. Where I'm like, I don't want people to think that I just don't care, but I also don't want to be beholden to these antiquated rules. Right, you don't want someone who's like a, a experienced diner to mm. be like, oh, she doesn't know the rules or yeah. whatever, you know? Which, yeah. But also, I mean, I'm it, a real Picasso when it comes to service. I know the rules, but now I break them. <laughs> and I hate women. Um, yeah, duh. That's I why mean, I won't be serving them first. That's I'm the like, thing is, I like, is for the I always want to serve the women first because I like them better. Yeah, 100%. But, you know, I don't want to. But it's also, like, obviously, like, then you, like, run into this thing of, like, are you misgendering someone? Like, right. And it's so that's like, what the article was kind of covering. Right. Like, where they got to was, like, what go what makes service worse is like if it not just doesn't follow the rules but if it actively like offends someone that's like the worst service you could give of course so if you even like have this like slight misgendering where you're like oh i perceive this person to be and so i'm serving them first and they like recognize that 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 right. would be like a bad service experience for them totally 
It's honestly, too, it's like, what, everyone's going to get wine in 30 seconds. Yeah, it's like really chill. <laughs> Let's like, you know, take Just a step back. Relax. That's my new action movie. Wine in 30, 30 seconds. seconds. Vin Diesel, hit me up. Is he yeah. in that Gone in 60 Seconds? Who's in that? Uh, Angelina Jolie, for sure. It's like a, a movie about stealing cars. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Anyways, you're like, let's not go further. Um, I know. I'm my truly. I was like, who is in it? I really <laughs> wanted to remember, but I can't. Nick Cage. Oh, I think it is Angelina Jolie and Nick Cage. The cool. Italian job is Mark Wahlberg. Ugh. No, thank you. Um, and a bunch of mini coops. That is disgusting on that so many. Good. Mini Coops are gross, and so is Mark Wahlberg. So I agree about Mark Wahlberg. First of all, don't agree about Mini Coops. Really cool cars. Oh my god. Okay. You like PT Cruisers too, Kelly? Is that a thing? Oh, maybe they were PT Cruisers. Ew. Actually, okay. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Moving G- on. Goodbye. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and I I think that it is like I I actually am surprised I haven't heard more about yes. This. You know. I think that almost the reason we haven't heard more about it is because it's so, it's like, it's surprising to hear of restaurants that are still kind of enforcing those rules of service and like, like never explicitly where we work was it like, you have to follow these steps of service. It's just like, make people feel welcome. Use open-handed service when you can't. Like, it's just like about yeah. like, like facilitating an experience rather than like directing people and being like, this is in here. It's your soup spoon. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. how we do it. It's totally. Like, so I feel like part of it is that it's just like naturally falling away. Right. Which is great. Even in the last 10 years, because you sent me an article no. by Frank Bruni <sighs> that was called like, it's called like some antiquated gender roles with no, your dinner. No, it's old gender roles. With yeah. It. You're like, oh my God. It's from October of 2008 by Frank Bruni. And it sounds author like. Author of I'm a White Man, Hear Me Out. Remember that piece? No. It came out like two months ago. Gross. I'll send it to you. Um. Yeah, that articles it's insanely dated to me yeah I it's couldn't, crazy it's like the whole thing is like a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of like servers and restaurant owners being like well uh we painted the bar brown so the boys would come in and drink whiskey because the boys like whiskey and the girls yeah. like seafood and they don't eat food and there's they- literally a part where they're like you know women be gabbing we no. can't turn that table yeah they're like we see a group of women come in we say they're gonna stay here for four hours because they haven't seen each other and they need to talk 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 and we hate it i'm like what the fuck <laughs> it was truly i was like whoa it's it's honestly you should read both articles because the difference is so striking not only in terms of it's like kind of coverage of those issues but in literally like human empathy yeah how that has changed what's considered to be like human kindness over 10 years it is crazy i cannot believe they were like we used to paint we had mint paint in the in the foyer before but then all these women were coming in so we (laughs) changed the color because we don't want that it's like what it was crazy i couldn't believe it they're like all these women they come in with the tampons. Yeah, it's just like, it was completely just like so heteronormative, so insane. I was like, wait, were there not fucking gay people 10 years ago? You guys aren't even like touching on even just like gay people, like nothing. Yeah, literally nothing. It was very much where they were like, girls get a glass of white wine and a salmon filet. Boys get a glass of whiskey and a steak, and that's how restaurants work. Yeah. It was actually psycho. <laughs> and then also that they were like, 
like it, they interviewed all these women like psalms and servers who were like yeah people won't let me order wine yeah that was crazy i was like that is actually insane like that so like they were saying for example like if i which i often order wine for my table when i go out with people right because you know but like if if i ordered a bottle of wine off the list and then the server like, went to my boyfriend or went to another guy, I would be like, G- G- I'm leaving right now. Yeah. That is fucking crazy. But they, yeah, people in the article were like, yeah, it's pretty tricky. I'm like, what? That happened to you? It's so nuts. It's just... Also, I'm like really, really fixated on the crash and like yeah. the effect of the crash on culture. Mm-hmm. And this is immediately post-crash. This is like from October 2008 and the crash happened in September. Like mm-hmm. the, big, the big... I mean like probably the worst of it was in September of 2008. And it's really interesting to me because I think part of it is that like, I'm convinced that like the service culture of like the customer being like adamantly always right is due to like restaurants, like depending on their guests so much Mm -hmm. more heavily after the crash. And I wonder if in an inadvertent way, that's kind of what pushed people to being like, okay, if women are coming in and women have the money and women are ordering the wine, we have to listen to them. Right. Because like before the crash, they're just like, hey, we're here for the boys. It's these boys who are bankers, who are trading. They're making the money. Totally. Also, did you catch that they interviewed Mario Batali for that piece? Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's a good fucking guy to Uh, ask his opinion. I want him to weigh in. fucking idiot um yeah no that was so that was so crazy what a what a good little slice of bad life it's really i mean i think sometimes like we do become so resentful of people who are like culture's changing pc police but then sometimes you compare two pieces about the same thing 10 years apart and you're like oh shit yeah like it's it's change does happen fast yeah totally and like it really blew my mind yeah, it was how, how differently from 10 years ago. I mean, yeah. it was crazy. It was truly nuts. About something as not dumb, but like kind of as like gender in rest. I was like, what? Like this, this. I mean, it is dumb because it's dumb that those were rules exactly. in the first place. Exactly. Right. It's like, of course, just be like, <laughs> be accommodating to people and be nice to them. Yeah. That's the whole point. I guess that's why the West Coast stays winning. God damn it. No, they, no, they're not. There's a lot of, Kelly, I saw people shooting up out there. They're not winning. Okay. (laughs) I saw needles in arms. Needles. Everywhere. Okay. We're not talking knitting. (laughs) But, you know, they looked very relaxed. It's great weather. Okay. I'm not making fun of heroin (laughs) abuse. It's fucked up and sad. <laughs> you gotta laugh at the hor- horrific stuff. Sure. Or, you know, what else? That's I know. my whole thing. What are we gonna do in this crazy world? I don't know. Not do heroin, though. No. So. It's bad for you? It's very bad. Um, It's probably the worst. I know, but alcohol is bad for you. <laughs> yeah. Kelly, do you want to <laughs> go into that at all? Eh, not really. Okay. But um, I'll just say that I don't know if loyal listeners know that I told Lillian <laughs> that alcohol was carcinogenic and she got very mad at me. And I said, my family legacy <laughs> will not be tarnished. <laughs> and then I think it was like University of Washington, actually. Just another reason for Fucking you to hate Honestly, Coast. let us live our lives, West Coast. <laughs> they said no amount. Basically, they were saying that there's no benefit of alcohol that couldn't be 
sought from another source and the dangers greatly outweigh the benefits. The dangers of being cool. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. You're like, the danger of being the Fonz? <laughs> You're telling me I can't be the Fonz? I'm a red-blooded American. I can't be the fucking Fonz? Uh, You're like, oh, I got to be Sandra D. I can't be Sandy? <laughs> what is this shit? Honestly, too, I was in the straw band belt of uh, America oh, out yeah. there. Oh, yeah. I didn't even, I, I forgot to even ask I you about so that. I was so grouchy. I got a cup of coffee and a uh, iced coffee. And I just like, they gave me a plastic top and I just was like, there were no straws. And I was like, what? You got to give me a solution here. You can't right. just take my lollipop away from me and let me cry. You right, know? right. You got to get will. the hay straw, the pasta straw. I can't. <sighs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like hemorrhaging over here. I need some heroin now because I, I need to chill out. Anyways, yeah, they. I love that people are sticking fucking penne in iced coffee now. Rigatoni. <laughs> one piece of penne. They're like, oh, good luck. <laughs> like, it's a nice tasty lasagna after the coffee. Like, fuck you. What am I supposed to do? They're like, the coffee, she make you poop. The pasta, she stop you up. <laughs> yeah, for all of you who don't know, people are actually out here putting pieces of pasta. It's bucatini. Okay, it's bucatini in coffee to suck up your coffee through pasta. I cannot, I cannot with this. But for my pasta heads, bucatini is, <laughs> it's basically a piece of spaghetti, but there's a hole in the middle. So it's really good for like your red sauces because it gets in the pasta itself and then you... That sounds delicious. That sounds good, actually. It's really good. But keep it out of my coffee cup. Yeah. I think they... What? I'll tell you a place they sell it later. Great. Um, I'm like, I I got the... I know a guy with the (laughs) bucatine. Okay? Okay, Lillian. Um, It's like Whole Foods. (laughs) Like, I'll tell you where you can get it later. The friggin' grocery store. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, Frank Bruni... You know, it's weird. You know, in your mind, you get like... um, an image of someone and it's not that person but that's just in your head when i think of frank bruni mm-hmm. i don't have like i don't know what he looks like he's a bulimic gay man oh so like me basically. yeah <laughs> yeah it's a spitting image yeah. no i have in my head that he's the guy you know the guy who writes for the uh the fucking village voice with the glasses yeah that's in my head that's every guy who writes an article <laughs> is just that guy's face <laughs> what's that guy's name i have i don't you know, know who i'm talking about i know right? who you're talking he's about but thick i don't glasses don't and curly voice. dark hair and it's just a tiny little black and white picture yeah. and that's like i'm like frank bruni does it again like that guy <laughs> comes up in my mind i do think of that's interesting i kind of think of everyone as being like malcolm gladwell yeah like sort of mousy but like giant hair like they have one like i've got a haircut and you're like yeah okay you know you're eclectic um <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, Frank Bruni's an idiot. Isn't he the he's the ethicist, right? Uh, he might be. Okay. I, I he used to he used to be um What do you call it when someone's international? I guess you say they're an international man reporter? of mystery. <laughs> I don't know. He's like a reporter who was abroad. Okay. Is that a thing? There's like a title for that. An overseas writer of journalism. <laughs> the he has a pencil and he took it to Europe. I don't know. Um, he was that, and now and he he does restaurant reviews. He's kind of like a jack of all trades. 
He's a jack-off of all trades. Ah, I got him. He also recently published a meatloaf exclusive cookbook. God damn it, Frank. Frank! I swear to God. How did you get this one past me, Frank? <laughs> like, I'm his editor. Just slid it under the freaking door at midnight, and now we got a... <laughs> his editor would just be like, what happened? Looks at, looks at the fucking galleys or whatever. He's like, it's about meatloaf? <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. Well, get out there and buy Frank Bruni's meatloaf recipes. Or like Lillian, take to the, get out there and take to the streets protesting. Like a 10-year-old cookbook about meatloaf. <laughs> meatloaf? Hell no. I like it. I yeah, like we can, it. We can workshop it. We'll workshop it. We'll work on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything else you want to say about <laughs> gender and restaurants? Um, do you? I mean, I feel like you're way more formal service-wise than I am. Yeah, I do try to do ladies first but i'm i'm not strict i mean something they said the the woman who they were interviewing the chicago lady do we um, know her name or her restaurant we should I probably mean, literally, say that yeah i like have it on my phone um <laughs> right here. just so we can you know properly give credit to <laughs> yeah somebody. i'm like she's a woman she works in chicago you get it look her up look her up dun, type dun. in woman chicago <laughs> restaurant it's Tide House, and her name is Meredith Rush. Meredith Rush, Tide House, doing this gender, like, gender neutral, yeah. gender blind service. Um, Basically, what she said to her staff was, like, just feel it out. And if it seems like people who are, like, looking for a more, like, buttoned up, truly formal dining service, like, feel free to do it. And, like, feel free to show that you know how. And if it's people who are gonna either not like that or not care Mm. just do that yeah I thought that was interesting because she was sort of saying like I mean again it all goes back to like what is going to make someone feel the best best. so that's what I try to do too if it's and which is like okay maybe this is ages but yada yada um you know I hate old people so rip into them (laughs) just like older people usually try to do a more formal service younger people I try to do a more casual service yeah totally I think that's across the board yeah you can pretty much guarantee that that's gonna work I mean old guys just want to talk to me about gin so yeah like do a little flare martini serving or something I shake the cocktail for no reason. I'm like, please don't. They're like, what's up? You're like stirring it. You're making it correctly. But then you just have a cocktail yeah, shaker. Just to look. They're like, what? And then you're like, I don't know. It's just full of water. It's my ice shaker. I got water. <laughs> don't know why. Yeah. It's a good trick. Um, yeah. But I think that that is something that I, I'm sure is going to be more and more implemented. Yeah. Totally. And I'm sure already kind of is happening. Like you said. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine. I mean, I would say that also, like, for some reason, I think because I, when I was at the Nomad, which is where I got that kind of formal service training, I was a back waiter. Like, I never was a server there. So I had to, like, focus on very specific tasks. Like, what to me is the crux of a good dinner is making sure the napkins get folded when someone gets up. I'm, like, obsessed with it. Yeah. And I literally, like, it, it pains me to walk past, like, a crumpled napkin. Yeah, same. Like, if I'm, like, too busy and I, like, can't <clears throat> fold it, I'm, like... Yeah, I mean, I also thought it was interesting because Veins I veins in my neck and head. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think it was interesting too because at, at our restaurant we we don't do this, but in I guess like 
much more fine dining. They put an F next to seat numbers. Yeah. So I've like worked a couple places like that. Yeah. I mean, it's like so. So like a server will put in like seat number one, one F, F if it's a if it's a woman or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and I thought I was like, wow, that I didn't even know that it went to that extra step. Yeah. Because I were like the place I worked at before our restaurant. I was like, all right, who got the cheeseburger? Like that yeah. was my I did. I was like seat numbers. I'm, <laughs> I'm throwing this shit on the table and making another cocktail. You're like, you know who ordered it? Figure it out. Yeah, I'm like, you guys can deal with this shit, right? More fries, fine. Like, I, you yeah. know, so. So that was, I was like, oh shit. Like I didn't really. Yeah. And then you have to like think about how you're stacking the plates. Jesus. So you can like go like if you're, if it's like, you know, like one F and like that's going to be on the left, then you have to like hold those plates in your right hand and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's actually so annoying. Yeah. That's, I mean, again, once again, it's so much work to serve you dinner. Just want to say that. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, what just Kelly's saying made me like give me hives just now. Cause I was like, that is a fucking nightmare, but yeah. that's what people do every night. So you yeah. can, yeah, you know. it makes it, it's very inconvenient. Yeah. It's also, especially for clearing, like, especially if you have like a six top and then you're like, I gotta get to her first. Like it's like, yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder how many dumb things I've done that people are like, excuse me. Excuse me. Mm, I don't know. Who cares? Who cares? Whatever. <laughs> you can read about it on Yelp.com. Yeah, probably. Whatever. Um, we just want to give a special thank you to our friend Evan. Oh, yeah. Evan wrote a really lovely uh, little piece about this podcast that was awesome. And um, not just because about it was about us, but yeah. it's nice of him to, to do so. It's on Munchies, the yeah. Vice subsidiary uh we made fun of vice before but you know what we, we take it all of it so much just uh, like we talked about how like gender can change over 10 years our opinion of vice can change over 10 days literally depending overnight. on if they run a piece exactly about. so we are available to sell out uh at any given time um but no i i thought it was it was really great and uh i didn't sound too much uh, like a fucking idiot yeah considering we were drinking during that interview it was very fun it was really fun interview. he's great uh you should check his uh, other workout yeah he works um, what's for his last the name nation. malgram malgram he's on twitter he works for the nation evan malgram find him follow him read his stuff he's on twitter he's on twitter wait As i we... meant to say tinder i i said he is on twitter yeah, he's, he's on, on tinder that's for the ladies ladies get at it swipe away till you find him yeah because he's a cutie right um, very Nordic, if that's your thing. Yes, he's blonde. Right, that's what I meant. And broad. <laughs> he's not broad. He's somewhat broad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll compare notes later on the physical appearance of a person who interviewed us. So <laughs> anyway, thanks, Evan. <laughs> no, I cried. I did. I cried. I thought it was really special. Yeah, it was really nice because it was me reading about me, and I was like, "This is beautiful." <laughs> You're like, has someone contacted the Nobel Prize Committee? <laughs> this piece of investigative journalism is unlike oh, Peabody. Any- Peabody. <laughs> Dr. Peabody, I've got something for you. And I put the phone up next to the article. Next to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Kelly, can I borrow your phone? <laughs> put it Get a load of this. It's like, I'm not hearing anything. Uh, Nothing. Translating. <laughs> um, but yes, that was, thank you so much. And yeah, check out the fun. article. And uh, as always, review, rate, and subscribe. It really helps us out. And uh, we appreciate all the listening you guys are doing. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Goodbye. Bye-bye.